You guys ever get like restless leg syndrome where you're sitting at your chair, your desk in your chair and like you just feel like you constantly have to stretch your hamstrings? Yeah. You get that shit? I do that shit where like I just move my legs up and down yeah. like I'm pedaling yeah, a bike. Yeah, I, I get that too. I don't do that, but my I, I'm sitting here right now and I just, it's such a... You I gotta mean, stretch, I think people you gotta tend stretch. To get, I think that's what I it just is. Stretch for, I just stretch for an hour, I know that it doesn't change anything. Like it's, it's I people normally get this in bed when they're trying to fall asleep, they get yeah. restless leg syndrome. Yeah, I, I just kick my legs. I literally just full on kick my legs for like... But that doesn't help though. It helps it's me. It's like, man, Do I, get tired I don't get it in bed. I don't get in bed. I get it like in my chair when I'm trying to work or record. And like, I just feel like I have to constantly like have a slight stretch on my hammies. And it's the worst. Shout out to anyone who can relate. Welcome back to the Misfits podcast. Rated five stars on iTunes by McJeepers Christ. He says, good. I like it. Keep it up. Except you, Matt. Shut up. Oh, sweet. Um, <laughs> yeah, Matt. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, Matt, you talk too much on this damn podcast. <laughs> my bad. I'm sorry. I'll, t- I'll tone it down a notch. My bad. Apologies. I'm, I'm joined today by my uh, lovely co-hosts, Eric, Vivian, Matthews. Hey, what's going on? Toby on the telly. Hello. And of course, Matt. What'd it do? Shut up. Aw. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. Guys, I don't know what's happening, but it seems that members of the Misfits are just dropping dead left, right, and center. We just lost Jay in a horrific car accident. He's not here. Mm. Yeah, it was Mason's a gangster been... drive-by shooting. shooting. Mason is nowhere to be seen. He's just fallen off the face of the earth. Is he still in the outback? So, uh, um, I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. he's camping, right? Just living with the kangaroos at this point. Guys, yeah, so it's just the four of us this episode. Everyone who is asking about Mason, he's fine. He is just taking some much needed time off because as you know, um, he's retarded. So, you know, like it's just like hey, it kind of has to happen from time to time. You know, you got to take your, your little time for yourself in January. Hopefully he'll be back soon. Uh, no worries, folks. And Jay's not here just because he had an appointment to go to. So, Doctor yeah. appointment. He's getting an STD check. That's okay. We don't need those guys. You know, we can carry this podcast on our own. Who's got a topic? Drugs. Oh, okay. no, we already did that. Um, oh, dude, we oh, do that too much. Fuck. We do oh, that yeah. too much. Maybe we can do it again. Anyway. I don't know. Maybe they won't notice. Sure. Uh, I think they'll notice if we do it again. I think they'll notice oh, if we do yes. the whole drug thing again. People leave comments now and they're like, you know, I kind of like it when you guys don't talk about drugs for a whole hour. I think that's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that all, makes sense. avoid it. Here's an idea. Let's go on Toby's Twitter and have a discussion about the things he tweets. Oh, get oh, fucked. Oh, Toby's <laughs> diary. Back to Toby's, Toby's diary. Twitter diary. <laughs> Toby, uh, yesterday you tweeted, money doesn't buy style. So many people wear fucking expensive clothes and still look shit. Yeah, and then you fucking um, sassed me back. <laughs> well, hey, in my defense, it was not a sass per se. In fact, it, everyone it who replied like to my sass. tweet seemed to think that my, because I replied with a dot, 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 implying that. Toby it looked like a direct a dig at me, yeah. Yeah, I know, but everyone didn't see it that way. Everyone thought that I was like, that I was <laughs> triggered by it because I buy expensive clothes. And that's what everyone seems to think in their replies, uh, at least, okay. to my tweet. They didn't yeah. think I was having a go at you, which I totally was. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, I don't think you look like shit, like you said in your tweet. However, I did find it a little funny when I read it that like, you of all people are tweeting that about yeah, no, no, just I buying tur- expensive clothes. I, yeah. I totally get why why you would. Yeah, no. The reason I tweeted that was because I've been I've been watching a lot of videos recently, like just like fashion videos, and there are so many people that spend so much money on clothes and still look terrible. But yeah, the the specific videos I've been watching, I've been I got recommended this this video. It was called like 
uh, how much is my fit or something. It's the stupidest series, but it's these people that they go to like Supreme drops and like, or, you know, like fancy designer drops and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they'll film people that are in the line and ask them to explain every single piece of clothing they're wearing and how much it's worth. It's so yeah. douchey. Oh, but that like, shit. I think iDubbs, I think iDubbs yeah. made a video about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Recently. They'll be like, oh yeah, he did. He'll, he did. But yeah, they'll yeah. be, they'll, it'll be like a $10,000 outfit and they'll look fucking homeless. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or it's just some fucking like 13 year old kid with no chin whose fucking parents just <laughs> bought him all the expensive <laughs> shit. And he's just sitting there like, yeah. I got a $10,000 jacket. Yeah. I got some Yeezys right. on. Yeah. So I need to call out Leafy right in the open like that, dude. That's yeah, what the fuck, fuck Swagger? That's right. yeah. fellow YouTuber. That man is no, falling off the face of the earth. I've been thinking Never about, be um, I've been thinking about like expensive clothing lately. And, you know, I own a couple, I mean, when I say a couple, I, I literally mean like three or four pieces of designer clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just been thinking about it and I don't know, man, I flip flop so hard. Like some, sometimes I'm like, well, I guess there's not really anything wrong with spending money on expensive clothes if you have the money for it and you think they look good. But at the same time, I, I, I always flip back to like, well, why do I think that looks good? Why do I? And there's also things that look very similar to this, which are much more affordable. So am I really just spending money on this because I want to be accepted and because I want to, you know, look, uh, like I have expensive clothes that I want to like subtly flex. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know, dude, I, I really like have a hard time getting to the bottom of it because I always kind of just feel like there is no rational reason to buy some of these fucking clothes. You know what I mean? Hey. Like there's yeah. other than the flex. I am only uh, yeah. ever going to buy Balenciaga speedrunners for my shoes from this point on because they are too <laughs> fucking I... comfortable. They're too comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, there are it's... also many other options that are comfortable for shoes. Nah, like, you nah. can get like, shoes Bal- that are equally comfortable. Balenci- the the speedrunners literally look like a flight suit boot. Like it's it's so fucking like cool, dude. Like the they're future, so future, yeah. They're shit. so futuristic. I love it. Yeah, yeah. In the defense of things like that, I think those um, like socks, Balenciaga shoes, whatever the fuck you call them, speedrunners. That that kind of thing is actually justified if you can afford it because it is a very unique shoe. Like it is it as a style to it that you know you don't really see in a cheaply made shoe. Anywhere, yeah, right? yeah. So I if only... you're going for style, you're going for like a futuristic kind of fit. Yeah. I could fully see like, you know, I, for that. I but need I'm, a, I'm talking about things like a sweater that I need to like buy just a fucking I need to buy more it, pants. Know? I only have one one pant. I have a single I have a single <laughs> pair pa- of just jeans. one leg. I have a single <laughs> yeah, pant. I'm, I'm going pant just, shopping today actually. I know. I need to get someone to go back to Melbourne because I have no fashion sense, so I, I need Toby to go shopping with because at least he I can no tell fashion me if sense, I look, so I just buy all the name brand shit. <laughs> Toby, I want to ask you about your like thought process because you buy a lot of designer clothing. I yeah, really want to get I to do. the bottom of it because <laughs> to me, I feel like you're retarded uh, yeah, on fair. some level, but I, you seem to rationalize it somehow. So, you know, what is your ration? Your, how do you ration with yourself like spending all this money on these clothes, you know, as consistently uh, as you do? Or I'm are just you just an retarded? idiot? <laughs> like, but what do you think the real reason is? Like, if you're honest with yourself, I mean, you don't have to say on the I think, podcast. If I it's think embarrassing, it's but. partly because um, I was kind of brought up in a, in a, in a w- with a family that always like wore that shit, and I was always really against it as a kid. Like when I was when I was young, my mom would always buy my my sisters and my brother like really nice fancy clothes and stuff, and yeah. I was always like. I don't want that shit. Just buy me something, you know, go to the fucking warehouse and buy me a 
$5 t-shirt or something. You know, yeah. I, I was never into it. And then when I got to probably like, I don't know, I was probably like 16 or something. I started kind of like developing my own style and, and I, I was still using like cheap, wearing cheap clothes and stuff. And yeah. um, yeah. And I've always been super picky with clothes, but then as I got a little bit older and my mum started, you know, offering to buy me really expensive, well, not well, pretty expensive clothes, I kind of started to get a taste for it. I don't really, yeah. I like, I think it's just kind of the, 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 the like style that was kind of bred into me a little bit just because mm. it was kind of what my entire extended family sort of wore that like, they're all very into sort of designer stuff. I mean, obviously yeah. it is also partly just that I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think why I like You want it, to draw I, attraction I with your outfits like, in a set, yeah. probably a, a little yeah. bit as well. You know, by the way, there's nothing wrong with, I mean, so much of what we do outwardly socially is for acceptance or for, or to, you know, like, I don't know. Um, if not acceptance, how would you say it? Like we do it. We do so many things for social approval that are totally yeah. normal. Yeah. Well, so especially if you're a YouTuber, if you go into an event with other YouTubers, they're going to be wearing off white and shit too. You know, well, that's just peer pressure. Guess, they're, but, they're wearing off white because you're wearing off white. It's a yeah, balance. That's the thing. I, it's very, it's, it's interesting. Cause I, I never wore expensive clothing before like a year ago because it was always like, I get my shit at JC Penney's, <laughs> then I go home <laughs> and I fucking wear it. Yeah. I, I wore fucking dad jeans, fucking Levi dad jeans for like the entirety of high school. Oh hell um, yeah, same wore, man, wore, same. Wore, <laughs> I wore hoodies with that. It was it was hoodies and a t-shirt, just plain color hoodie and a plain color t-shirt with a pocket Dude, on it. Dude, fuck yeah, and, that's like the basic high was, school look right that there. That was my fucking <laughs> that was my style, bro. Same. And then in college, <laughs> yeah. in college I was looking around and I was like, no one's wearing jeans. I feel like a loser, and so I bought some khakis and so i wore khaki. Yeah. that was my upgrade i wore khakis and then we went to new york that one time and then we uh went to that fucking uh that hype shop and then yeah. I, I bought a ton round of shit two or whatever yeah round two and i bought all that shit yeah, yeah i mean obviously you're like you said if you're looking around you and everyone is dressed differently to you and acting differently to you the the immediate response inside yourself like as a person is to be like oh I feel out of place, right? Like if, and I guess that's what you're saying about YouTube culture. Like if you go to a YouTube event, mm -hmm. all these YouTubers are wearing, you know, or a lot of them at least are wearing expensive clothes. I guess it depends on the YouTubers. Some care about it more than others, but you might feel out of place if you're still wearing your dad jeans and going to that. But at the mm -hmm. same time, I feel like you could just wear like a nice looking outfit. That's, you can, you know, just yeah. in the mid range, you know, just it's good quality clothes. Like it looks like it fits good. And you would, I mean, no one would bat an eye, you know, no. you can, but, you can look great in an outfit that's worth like 50 bucks. Like you 100%. can look really good with cheap clothing. Um, I, and I'm not going to lie. Like part of it is like, it, it just, it feels cool to when, when I like go on, go down and put on like a pair of like $500 shoes or something. I'm mm -hmm. always like, I'm kind of like low key, like proud of it in a way. As, sure. as, as silly just as it sounds. The, just cause oh, like the I'm look of them. And, and also, is it because also like the, the monetary fact, or the look of it? I, I, a bit of both but um i the fact that i paid for it with my own money that i earned as yeah. well yeah. is also kind of oh you cool. almost got like that little like sense of pride too you're like yeah i want to like yeah show like, this off. like all my family all my family they have nice clothes but they didn't pay for any of it like like all my sisters and my brothers um they all you know that they, they all got those clothes bought for them whereas when yeah. i'm wearing a nice outfit there's a 99 percent chance that i paid for everything i'm wearing mm -hmm. and i kind of yeah kind of makes me sure it's like a little bit pr a pride thing as well 
That's totally makes sense. I, I mean, mean I, obviously, I just, if you're making money fashion. for yourself and you're all going to spend it on whatever you want, and if you want to spend it on something that outwardly reflects, like, hey, I'm working and I'm making money for myself, then there's not necessarily anything wrong with that, I guess. As long as you're not a douche about it, obviously. Like, <laughs> yeah. Your bro, yeah. check out my fucking and, and, a- and I never buy something that I that that I would only buy because of the brand or because of um, uh, so how, how like expensive fanboy over anything, really. No, no. I mean, like, I have some pieces that people would assume that would be the case. Like, like the the basic Gucci t-shirts that just literally just say Gucci on them. Yeah. I genuinely just really like those. I love t-shirts that are yeah. Purely, no, some of like them like look really good. That some are just branding. Good. Yeah, yeah, I but, think like but, but, just but and here's like and I've been thinking about that as well because I no- I noticed you say that they're like oh I love how that looks and it's just a brand on a shirt. Yeah. Like, if you're honest with yourself, do you really like just how that looks? <laughs> like I, I find no. that that stuff hard yeah. to comprehend. I mean, I, maybe the Gucci thing is uh, different because I get it. Like it's the, it's the font and the coloring of it. But if it wasn't Gucci, would you still say I like how that looks? Or like I don't know. I mean, it, it if it said I'm a be... big faggot in the same lettering well, and colors, would yeah. you wear it? That's a little different swag. If, I, mean, I if, totally you know. would. That'd be an epic t-shirt. <laughs> Yo, can we, that, could... that'll be our next merch drop, dude. Okay. In Gucci font <laughs> on my face. Yeah, that, uh, big fag. That that Gucci shirt is um. I, I think it is partly also with specifically those Gucci shirts. They were kind of really big in um in fashion this year. Like there, yeah. there's so many uh, examples on the internet of really cool outfits or really cool people wearing those exact shirts. I mean, I, yeah. I also didn't buy those ones. Um. I and I don't know if I would have bought them because they are pretty fucking expensive. My dad yeah, well, had a, them and uh, and I just I uh, took them out of his wardrobe because he doesn't wear them. Like yeah. I'm not judging because as no. you know I own no, I know literally a long sleeve Gucci shirt. Although my one does have like this pretty epic dragon embroidered on the back, which I really fucking liked. But you know, I, if I'm honest with myself, I bought that because it's a Gucci shirt and not because I like that fucking. Yeah, dragon that, I mean that, that's, always, that's always that's you always know part I mean? of it, of course. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I, I I just have this like internal conflict with myself when I look at it, and I because I, me personally, I don't even want to wear that outside because I I'm worried that people are gonna look at me and automatically make assumptions like, look at this douchebag in the Gucci shirt, look at this guy, like, I mean, it is such an outward if you're if it's just a shirt that says Gucci, anyone who's in the know, which is a lot of people nowadays now that hype beast culture is so prevalent, is gonna know that you spent like seven hundred dollars on a T-shirt, and it's like. You know, and I feel bad about that when I wear it. <laughs> like, you know, so I only wear it on occasions. I would so kind of, I, I would get that in Auckland uh, specifically. Yeah, it's an Auckland, in Auckland different, eh? there it's isn't different. really much of a uh, high-end fashion. Uh, Especially not in young people. Scene, not, yeah. yeah. And, and, and Auckland, it's pretty, it's so, pretty mellow. Yeah, yeah, everyone kind of wears cheap stuff. That's usually how I judge like in Melbourne. If we're like walking down the street and it's like to tell if you're in a good part of town or not. If you see like turn down an alley and you see there's not at least one person wearing like one piece of Gucci clothing, you know, you're in like the wrong part of town because that shit's everywhere in Melbourne. There's a We're, huge street yeah. style scene here. Well, um, Matt, yeah. Matt for a while had a big, like, he was very apprehensive about buying expensive yeah. items. And we got him to crack when he saw what were they, they were like vans or like checkered vans. Oh, or the fucking, yeah. Oh, the con- yeah the I Converse. love Converses. I love those. So I saw those like the off white ones. I kind of caved on those. So I'm I'm kind of like oh, well, I'm kind of like same with like yeah they do look good that's the thing I'm kind of very cheap with my clothing I'd rather buy something that's cheap and looks good rather than like buying something yeah. for the name brand but I'm kind of like fits where it goes back and forth of 
did I really buy this because it looks good or did I buy it because it's like off white? But then sometimes I throw them on with like the right outfit and I was just like, yo, I look fresh as fuck in those things, you know? So it's like, it's a balance True. sometimes. I started buying that shit for the irony and then I started doing oh, it. Oh yeah, legit. that's why I bought the Supreme Lighter. Stupid. I bought that for pure irony. <laughs> Yeah. Buying it for the irony is probably one of the dumbest things. <laughs> yeah, well, how else? no one's going to understand an irony except you. So you're basically just the you're basically the victim of your own joke. Yeah, well, how am I you going to I mean? explain like buying that off-white fucking jumpsuit, that mechanic <laughs> jumpsuit? <laughs> It was, that thing was fucking expensive, dude. And everyone, well, everyone was like, dude, you gotta buy that. That'd be great with the fucking helmet, dude. That'd be great. And I was like, yeah, that'd be ironic. Well, and then I bought it. It does look I sick bought. with the helmet, though. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, with something as outrageous as an off-white jumpsuit, the irony is pretty apparent. Like, if you, if you wear it, you know, in an ironic way where you're just, like, fucking around. But I'm talking about like other like pieces, you know, like, I don't know what else. If you just bought yeah, that in no, the nobody, nobody buys a Rolex for the irony. Right. Yeah, it's like you know, if you're doing that, you you're lying to you're either lying to yourself or you're just a victim of your own joke because you paid twenty G's for a, for a joke and no one's gonna get the joke except you unless you explain it every time. Oh no, you I don't understand. Like, I bought uh, it for a, for a meme. I don't know if you're <laughs> at a party. Even then they're not gonna believe you. <laughs> I don't know if you're at a party. If you're at a party and you pull out a supreme lighter and light a blunt in front of everyone, I think that's pretty funny. Yeah, but that, again, that's like a. I mean, I mean, because everyone's just like, "What the fuck? Did you actually buy a supreme lighter?" And you're like, "Yeah." Well, that's different again because that has some character to it. Yeah, but if you're just wearing a Gucci shirt and someone goes, "Hey, you look like a fucking fag," and then you're just like, "Nah, dude, it's ironic." And then, oh you know, yeah, that's just fucking. <laughs> you know, it's 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 you know, it's yeah. like it doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of Rolexes, because Toby actually brought up a watch he he uh, was looking at before the podcast, and I'm actually uh, for the last year or so, I got like. I'm not so much into it now, but last year I got heavily into watches and I didn't really buy any expensive watches. I bought two and they were both under $500. Um, but, uh, you know, I got really into watches. I just found them kind of fascinating and I watched tons of videos on them and learned about all the brands. And I don't see the I was appeal. Like, in my head, I was like, I would love to save up for a really nice piece. And mm -hmm. at the time, and again, this is kind of subdued now. I haven't really been too into them lately. Uh, why I was into them swagger is because I think a it's because um, they're an investment or at least mm -hmm. if you buy correctly and they're the kind of thing that lasts you a lifetime and you can hand down to your son or daughter or whatever or sell at a later date like if I buy uh, a, so the right like an Rolex if I buy the right Rolex or the right like Audemars Piguet or the right Patek Philippe now like in 20 years you could make a serious profit, right? If you buy the right one and, and the right one is actually most of them, but it, it would vary how much more of it, that increase in value. Yeah, yeah. So that was appealing to me. Um, well, that's and, treating it more uh, like an investment than a fashion statement. Well, that's what most watch collectors treat them as. Other than that, there's the actual watchmaking itself, which is just really fascinating when you look into oh, it. Well, like, when you think, yeah, it when is you understand how complicated those little things are, and there's not much in the world today, at least in terms of fashion or even in technology, that's truly mechanical and truly like a work of art as far as like putting all the, the cogs in the right place and the springs. And, you know, some of those really high end watches, those ones you see rappers wearing with the ice on them, you know, ice or no ice with, uh, yeah, you know, like 100 grand watches, 300 grand watches, these crazy pieces mm -hmm. take right. literally six months to make, you know, and it's, and it's and all it's by hand, insane. isn't it? All by hand, all by yeah, hand. Like any of the watches are made by hand. Yeah, so that was really fascinating, fascinating to me. But I also think, looking back at it now, that I was more or less a, 
the reason I would want to like a watch is because deep down, like it is a reflection of like, Hey, look, I can buy a watch now. And I wasn't going to buy anything too, like too crazy. Like anything like, you know, fucking nuts. Like but then you just like lost interest in it. But, right. Like after you I was bought like, like the first one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think that would happen, but I was kind of like in my head, Hey, I'll save up. And one day I would really love to have like a little timepiece that reflects like, Hey, I worked hard for this watch. And, you know, I have this watch and it's going to last me a lifetime. And, you know, in truth, I still find that idea appealing, but I've definitely kind of come back from it a little bit and be like, well, at the same time, after I pay that money for that watch, am I immediately going to like, is it immediately going to lose its charm? You know? Mm -hmm. And I think that might happen to some extent. I think that happens with a lot of things that you think about buying. Like, yeah, I find myself doing that a lot with some certain things. You'll be like looking at something and research something for months and like getting really into it and studying it, learning all the history and all that shit behind it. Yeah. And you finally go to like, go to get an entry level of like whatever the fuck you're looking at. And then all of a sudden that whole appeal of all those last few months just kind of like dies out. You're like, oh, I'm not really that interested in it. Like you're just more like invest in the idea of it and you like just like researching that kind of shit and stuff you know i find that happens happens on all levels of consumerism whether it's you're buying clothes or you're buying a car or you're buying Mm -hmm. you know whatever like at the end of the day it's not gonna make you that much more happy in a sense the bittersweet journey of saving for it and looking at and researching and that journey of like longing for it is actually the more the most pleasurable part of the whole experience and then you pay your hard-earned money for it and then you get what you were longing for this whole time. And hey, maybe maybe you actually do really appreciate it and you love it for a long time. But I think a lot of the time, as soon as you make the purchase, the charm is kind of gone. And you're like, well, here I have this expensive thing that I wanted for this time. But now what? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Thoughts, uh, Swagger and Toby? Very quiet over there. Uh, I'm just I, listening. I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm just taking it all in. I, 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 I kind of agree in that sense. I, I, I'm trying to think about times where I got heavily invested into something like that, but I really don't think I ever did. Um, I, I yeah. never, I'm never really too into what I wear or you know what, what I'm looking into wearing or buying or investing in. Um, well, I just not even that, but just like and, and I, and I wear, in general. Like, literally, like, my philosophy is if somebody tells me, like, what I'm wearing is shit, then I'll be like, okay, well, then we'll go shopping and then you pick something out for me because I have no fashion sense. I really don't know what looks good. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm a retard, you know. Like, when, when I when I get a girlfriend and, you know, and eventually get married, like, they're going to do all the shopping for me. They're, they're going to buy my clothes because they'll <laughs> Here, probably honey, know take better. take the credit card have fun. <laughs> yeah, they'll probably know what looks better on me better than I would. Because I, I have no idea. I'm not a connoisseur, and, I, and I'm not into fashion or, or any of that. But, uh, sure. yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I think the one thing that I, I was got, like, really interested in was, was painting. But, you know, it's not anywhere, like, on the Is same level of this. art or? Yeah, art. Like, uh, mm. like Bob, well, yeah. It was like Bob Ross. I was studying, like, um, you know, like, all the different paints and how much they cost and, like, what you could sell a painting for if it's good and... And all mm-hmm. that kind of shit. This was this was back in like high school. Um, mm-hmm. I think I made like three or four oil-based paintings, and then I stopped after that. Uh, right. Ran out of paint. <laughs> Didn't want to buy anymore. And uh, is it really that, that expensive? Paint? <laughs> uh, no, um, I, was, I was in high school. I was fucking broke. I was still working uh, that fucking busser job. So you're like, oh, let's see. I can buy some paint, or I can buy some weed. <sighs> Bit of a tough decision I, here. I wasn't even smoking weed at that time. I don't think so. That's how fucking far back it was. I should try. I should. I should pick up art again. I. I, I the, should do the, a. I should do a painting series. 
uh, down the I joint, pick a, up the brush again. I'm sure Misfits people would man. like get a kick people out of watching try to paint on stream Bob Ross. Oh, that'd be so funny! Oh, oh, I would, I would love cool to do watch. that, dude. That'd be that'd, that'd be, be fun as hell. Because I, I love Something painting, man. There's something about yeah. it that's really beautiful, especially oh, yeah, if you're doing like I the mean, landscapes and shit. Yeah, they say it's like really yeah. therapeutic doing that kind of stuff. I used to, I used to be into pixel art too. I used to do a lot of pixel art animations, shit like that when I was a kid. I was very into art, and. <laughs> then yeah, I went to college for computer science, and then all those dreams went out the window. And then, uh, and then now I'm a YouTuber. So all those dreams of making my own indie development studio and making video games—that's now out the window. But well, there's hope. Not necessarily, yeah. you might have an opportunity later down the line. Oh, I, I'd hope so, dude. I'd love to fucking head a gaming studio. I just don't want to do any of the fucking coding. I just want to be the manager. True. I just want to be the ideas well, guy I, I with think the money. You want to be the guy with the vision and not the yes. guy who's. Yeah. Doing the current work. You're an ideas guy, um, a job in the industry. <laughs> you just apply for a job and say, I got great ideas. <laughs> and they're like, well, yeah. I, uh, you? you're like, uh, it's going to be Call uh, of Duty and VR, and you're, you're going to be able to feel everything that happens to you. It's going to be insane, dude. I'm going to call it genius. World of yeah, War genius. VR. Wow. Yeah. Here's a hundred million. Annoying ideas guy who yeah. just spits off ridiculous <laughs> ideas with no respect for how logistically impossible it would be to implement them. All right, yeah. so we're gonna do the like pretty much Skyrim, but with guns. And by guns, I yeah. mean crossbows that turn into guns. Right? It's gonna be with sick. a procedurally generated world that's infinite, and it's all multiplayer too. Yeah, with fully fleshed out NPC characters. Mm -hmm. And then six months later, you get No Man's Sky. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Isn't uh, No Man's Sky kind of decent now, though? I think so. I heard apparently. they updated it, and it's apparently like a really good game now. But like the damage is already done, so like, what's the point, you know? Yeah, no one's well, play it they, again. they fucked up. They fucked up. Yeah. I, I, I still have it. I never refunded it, but I just don't want to install it and try it again. Because I just had such a fucking boring experience last time, and I'm not just I'm just not interested in getting back into it. I feel like it'd just be yeah. a waste of time. I the, think it's the, still very much a slow-paced exploration game, the, you know, sort of relaxing. The, the one game I'm still holding out for, still, to this day, holding out <laughs> for, <laughs> Cube World. Cube World. Oh my still, god, here we go with the still, Cube World. This guy needs to talking about Cube World. Still, man. The last last tweet, boys. Last tweet by Wolfram Von Funk, the creator, head developer of uh, Cube World. Mm -hmm. um, last tweeted, uh, July 2nd, 2017. Oh yeah? Why and, do you have that date so ingrained in your head? How's that like be, in that memory so uh, well? Because ha how I get to Twitter is I click Wolfram Von Funk's Twitter that I have bookmarked, and then I click on mm -hmm. home to get to my homepage. Oh. Wow. Every day, just yep, just, to, next just to fucking check. So you're actually truly obsessed. Just oh, let it yes. go, man. Yes. Let it go. I can't. I'm not. I'm not letting it go. I'm not letting it go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, dude. Oh, I, I've said this before. I said this before, and if I say it again, I'm going to say it again. So if you guys ever catch wind that Cube World got an update, yeah, and breaking for some your reason, film your reaction. Yeah, we got it. Yes, we got it. Break. Film the reaction because it's going to be catastrophic. You will see me get just fucking it's like an exorcism, man. It's going to be wild. It's, <laughs> I think you might just die. I think that's, I, this might be. I, I, I think so. Much, much like when you save up for something and then you, you get it, you're being, in a sense, saving up all of this hope. You've been longing for Cube World all this time. So when you finally get it, you're what you're gonna have no meaning left in your life because ultimately you've completed your end goal. Keep world has come Dude, out. That's why I gave up. On I just want to play it. I want to play it for two days and then judge whether or not it's shit or not. But as soon as it comes out, I'm dropping whatever I'm doing and I'm making a swag reviews video on it immediately. How much 
would you pay like let's say Cura comes out but they're like you can play it but it's going to cost you a hundred thousand dollars would you would you would you pay a hundred thousand dollars to play cube world no not a hundred not a hundred grand in 10 years time and be like okay i need you to i need you to give you a hundred grand the most i would pay to play cube world right now would be ten thousand dollars that is the absolute you could go to the developer and pay him 10 grand directly and say finish the game probably do it 10 grand i would pay 10 grand just to finish the game just to play it just uh, get early access and be a fucking develop, you know, like fucking play tester for it. I I would pay that money. I would actually hey, pay that Von money. Hey, Funk, hit us up. Hey, hey, Woolley, <laughs> if you if you're out there, if you're still alive, let me know, dude. H hit, hit, hit me up. I'll promote your right, fucking no more, game for free. I don't. More more balances for the next I, ten I years. Wanted, I gotta save this I, up for Cube World. I really want it, man. Fuck me. Yeah, I mean, it was a good time. I remember playing that game when it came out. I, I, paid I was devastated. And and I was devastated <laughs> when it came out because uh, it was fucking trash. And I was following it three years before it came out. <laughs> it wasn't that bad when it came out. No, it was. It was. It was, I mean, so, it was, it was so a wait, little empty, but... It did not live wait, up to so the you're saying, you're saying a game was so trash that you were devastated, but you're still this obsessed with... Because the back. update looks so much better! The update looks amazing! Dude, it I've been through this cycle fantastic. like 20 times with CSGO, man. Just let it go. No, no, the game's no, always gonna up. suck. No, 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 it's not. I'm gonna play when it comes out, and if it sucks, then I'll just write a really bad review. And, and then, and then, bam, hatchet buried, I'm over Cube World, and uh, then, and then that bookmark is uh, off. Hey, don't, don't condescend happen. me, man. It's over. No, it's, uh, it's over. <laughs> no, it's it not. happens all the time. It, it happens. It can still happen. It's time to let it go. Okay. It can still have. I go to Cube World forum I occasionally. Like... Someone sends him an email and he responds, and that proves that he's still alive and he's still working on it. Will I finish it, please? Twenty twenty will be like the year of Cube World. We should have touched on this deeply rooted trauma in our acid trip because you were clearly <laughs> such a broken man, <laughs> and this needs to be fixed. This needs to be fixed. It'll you know? be fixed when Good it comes point. out, man. I mean, it's just, just imagining him like the Squidward gif where he's just like, I still, I still have one dream a month, at least one dream out of the entire month yeah, where Cube World gets Jesus. an update. And, and then I'll wake up, I'll check, and it doesn't. You're truly obsessed. You're truly, it's it's truly not, obsessed. Okay, hey, dude, it's how it is. It's how it is, okay? It's, it's how it uh, is. It's not Wait, how it is. You keep <laughs> saying things no. like when Cube World comes out, like when this happens. Swagger, it's done. It's, it's not. It's out. not done. It's when my ex this. gets back to me, I swear <laughs> to God, we're gonna get married. We're gonna have kids. We're gonna have the house. You just wait and see, man. You're, you're living. You're living in a, a dream world, Swagger. No, I'm tweeting. Okay. I'm, I'm tweeting at him right now. No, you're not. No you're Twitter sorry. during the podcast. I Don't thought we made these rules. No. Don't be desperate. I, I, okay. Fine. Fine. Yeah, fine. You, gotta, you gotta play hard to get. I'll have. Yeah, I'll hard have to get. I'll have to email him when I'm at like 10 mil <laughs> subs, and then maybe well, he'll respond to me. Maybe that'll just work. buy the that rights guy to the game scammed at that point. all the people, no, and now he's moving no, on with no. his life. Okay, that's what happened. Um, he moved on before they even stopped doing that. Like it, from the, I watched a video explaining the whole history of it, and it sounded like he just lied about making updates the whole time. Yeah, I mean, who knows what really happened? He might have like fallen into some kind of deep depression and never finished it. You know, out of lack of well, games motivation, never gonna live but either the way, home. he overpromised, underdelivered, and now has everyone's money. So you know, it's a little bit of a fuck him, uh, and it's never coming out. So Swagger just needs to accept that. And um, yeah, every indie game right, ever, okay. pretty much. All right, um, enough Cube World. Yeah, please, about Cube can we move on to minutes. fucking Half something else? All right. So, what are your thoughts about Minecraft having more monthly players in Fortnite? Does it, it really? Does? I think so. Yeah. 
Well, I streamed Minecraft on Monday and that shit popped off, man. That shit was a good stream. We gotta yeah, make a fucking time tech I stream server, Minecraft bro. does so well. We gotta make yeah. a tech server. You gotta show me which no, uh, tech no. you have. I talked to Ryan about it. We can't make a, a no, not not public, server. not public, but just for oh, us. Oh, just right. a private one for us. Oh, just so yeah, we. So we can I've never it. played Tekkit. I've seen like gameplay of it, and it looks Tekkit is trash, but you. Well, take us on trash, but it's you'd rather play Feed the Beast, which is like Ticket. Or that was it, yeah, yeah, that was it, Feed the Beast. But um, yeah, we actually Ryan actually made a Feed the Beast. Ryan actually made a Feed the Beast server, uh, but it was like a new version, yeah, so it was like way it too wasn't what I used to play, and that's really complicated now. So we'll get the old version up, and yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll that's the problem I have with um some of those game mods. It gets to the point where they start adding mods, which just makes it like way too unnecessarily complicated more than just being like an addition like an additional layer on top of the game it just makes out like all the normal tasks way more complicated so it like gives you this illusion of like more shit to do i don't know maybe that's just me yeah. but i noticed that a lot with some games and updates from I don't know. like feed the beast is definitely i don't know i don't fucking know the new ones are just like not what i'm used to so i have to relearn it and i'm not, I'm not interested in relearning it. i'm interested in visiting my past for nostalgia you know yeah that's what i'm all yeah. about um so yeah no we should do that that's cool um i'm um i'm actually thinking about making a like fashion-based youtube channel oh yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah just well, like why don't you just um, make it a series on your current channel uh, i don't think that's a good idea i think no, that'll annoy people yeah I don't well think you could just idea either right with one video that's usually the way to do it why don't you do fashion well, live I, I, streams i kind of do like put makeup live on streams. live Oh no, I do I do live streams where we like look at clothes and stuff. Oh, uh, okay. That must like, be really when you interesting. Say a fashion when you say a fashion channel, what kind of content do you have in mind? Well, I personally I love haul videos. I love watching people like buy shit and try a bunch of stuff on. But uh it wouldn't like all be that. Like I want to I want to start the video that start the channel with uh a lot of people have asked to see like a wardrobe tour. Mm-hmm. Like that video PewDiePie did, where he just shows like his favorite pieces from his wardrobe and stuff. I want to do that, and um, and and I want to do things like, like taking people shopping, um, and like styling them and stuff. I think Ooh. that'd be really fun. Oh, Yo, can do I, that with can me. I volunteer? I do, that do that with me with my helmet on. It'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I, and I think I think people would enjoy. It. I, like obviously, um, it wouldn't really appeal to my yeah, audience like the gamer on mass yeah. but i know that there's definitely like a small percentage of my audience i think that it's would worth a try sort just of to see start it off yeah well if you're uh, serious the way to do it would be to make a video like pewdiepie's wardrobe video on your main channel as an advertisement true. for the other channel and see how That's it goes a for a bit and just treat it as a hobby you know until yeah it, yeah that, that would it be it yeah. becomes big enough to be Sustain. a second source of income you know but yeah. Uh, yeah i mean that sounds interesting i mean you are pretty into that sort of thing obviously you've you've like kind of how long have you been into that side of youtube for like the james charles the whole videos the i'm not actually i'm not actually uh i don't actually watch james charles i don't like his videos i just like him oh okay (laughs) (laughs) um you you guys see the meme where he like he's like a jump scare like he comes out of nowhere i think it's pretty good he does look fucking scary (laughs) something i would um, fucking have a nightmare about yeah, I've I've always I've always loved that stuff. Like when I like a few years ago, I used to I used to watch like Zoella and uh, people like that. And I don't with with this sort of makeup and and fashion side of YouTube, it's mm-hmm. always like it's it's never long term for me. Like I don't ever watch them long term. There's like a few YouTubers that I will that I do watch every single upload, and it's never one of the like fashion or or makeup YouTubers or anything like that. But there yeah. are a couple that I really into. There's one called Glam and Gore who 
she, I watch every single one of her videos. Yeah, but she's yeah, like yeah. the only the only sort of uh, makeup YouTuber that I will watch every video. The rest of them, it's kind of like I'll find someone that I'm really into and I'll watch them for like a couple months and then I'll just kind of lose interest. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, who do, This is a weird question and we might not be able to come up with answers on the spot, but uh, Swagger and Ina, what is maybe one channel or type of videos that you watch on YouTube that people might not expect from you? Like, what Ooh. do you think the the thing oh. might catch people by surprise? Like, oh, he watches that or I watch this. Like, Shit. Uh. For, for me, I think what might... Like, one channel that I watch a lot of, and it isn't even really that good of a channel. They don't really upload that much, but I'm just interested in it. And some of the videos are pretty dope is um, Architectural Design, where basically oh, yeah. they like it's kind of like cribs but more classy where they just go in celebrities houses and like show off like all their yeah that's really how cool. dope their places are and like get the architecture and everything and yeah it's like it's like literally like mtv cribs but instead of rappers being like this is my fridge it's like a you know it's like freaking robert downey jr being like this is my windmill you know so i like that kind of shit quite, quite a lot oh yeah he um, lives in a windmill eh? <laughs> something like that yeah uh but they're pretty sick like and i'm you know i've got my own place so i kind of got crazy into designing my place and making my place feel like home and everything so those kind of videos i sort of just started watching more and more of um but can you guys think of anything unusual or yeah i watch i watch a lot of bushcraft a lot of bushcraft videos like people What's just bushcraft? people just going oh, out like, into the woods with an axe and making their own shit living off the uh, land that shit appeals to me for a while um it still appeals yeah. to me um i'm really like i'm really technology and yeah and stuff that like kind that. of shit i mean Mm. There's something appealing about escaping society and just living off the land like our ancestors did, and that's something that no, I was I was into for a while. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, probably that's probably the weirdest shit. Then you have like all those fucking like uh, like Malaysian fucking bushcraft that's like primitive tech tools and shit that just use all the oh, keywords yeah. and they're just fucking building the most extravagant fucking bullshit in the jungle. Some of that, that stuff kind of weirds me out. Hey, like that, uh, it kind of almost feels like, like they like a big company is outsourced that and like paid for it and stuff. I don't really know like the story behind it, but whenever I see it in my recommender, I see the ads. I'm like, this is weird. Like they're going for something here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's I not what the channel is called. Yeah. Well, it. it's like there's primitive, you literally just put a primitive survival and then, yeah, there's Primitive Survival Tool, which is, like, the, the biggest one. But they make, like, you know, giant huts out of bamboo, and they yeah. make swimming pools and shit. It's, like, it's cool that you can do that, but it's not primitive technology. You're just going out into the fucking bush and, 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 and building uh, very elaborate things out of, you know, sticks, which, I, 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 which is fine. Like, I, I, I could watch that stoned and appreciate it and be like, whoa, that's cool, dog. But it, it's not actually helpful for my survival. Uh, primitive technology is, is very good with that. The idea is that, is that there's those two guys, right? That yeah. Like, it's supposed to be just these two guys that build it. But I don't know if I believe that it's just them. I don't Like, I almost feel like... Obviously, the camera shows them doing a lot of the work and they're helping and everything. But I feel like, how can you make stuff that extravagant that quickly? Because they're uploading every few weeks. Whereas primitive technology uploads like once every couple months or whatever. I reckon um, I reckon so they have a rotation of brown guys that they use. <laughs> oh my god. That's what wow. I reckon. Oh my god. I don't know. You never see a white guy building anything. It's fucking racist, man. Come on. Well yeah, these videos definitely lack diversity. I'm I'm extremely upset about it. I'm not gonna watch it about it right now. But you know my point, right? There's something about the yeah. primitive survival tool channel that feels like 
you know, and I might be totally wrong. Maybe there's just two honest, hardworking men out there in the bush, just you know, killing it. But yeah, uh, just building tree know. huts and uh, add to swimming pool in the front of house under the wood roots. That's it. That's a good video. Yeah. Like it's I pretty mean, dope. It's yeah, like the shit they out. do is dope. I'm not discounting that, but I'm just saying like there's only so much appeal you know like primitive technology does the shit where like he's building forges and and he's trying to you know trying to make metal to try to do shit with that and, and it's more of like uh you know it's like episodic but this is just you're just gonna build some random shit with rocks and and you know build beautiful wild dogs house with shower pool like i'm not gonna do that if i was in a plane crash in the middle of the jungle right i'm gonna mm. make a waddle and daub uh, hut and uh some fire and then uh, just fucking chill <laughs> and hopefully uh, get help. But yeah, True. That, that, that's really it. I just want to be able to survive. I, I think that in public schools, like everywhere, they should t they should have a survival class. I think I think that just to keep you in <laughs> is really necessary in our modern world. I think so. <laughs> I think it's important, man. I think that shit's really important. Why do you, why do you think it's important? Because if you're stuck somewhere without technology and you need to live, um, it's helpful. It, maybe not in public but the, schools, but the Boy Scouts yeah. was the thing that you'd go to to do that shit. I was a Boy Scout, so like I, I know like the basics. But you know, the Boy Scouts really isn't a fucking thing anymore in, in America. No one fucking you know. Is it really not? Not really. It's I mean, not it's not as, as popular. Yeah, I mean, they, Wait, how they far the in Scouts. the Boy Scouts did you go? Before you stopped. I, went, I, I started as a fucking Cub Scout. I was, yeah. I, I did that shit until maybe I was like, uh, I think I almost got up to Weeblo and then I had to move states and then I just didn't oh, do Cub yeah. Scouts anymore. I so, think Weeblo. I think wow, same. Yeah. I think I like stopped like right before Weeblo or some shit like that. Yeah. But that, I'm, really you know, sad. I'm really sad to hear that that's not really much of a thing anymore because I always thought that was, you know, for the ones well, who, people who wanted to do it, that's actually like really valuable things well, that they're teaching. Well, we didn't do much in ours. Valuable. They didn't teach us anything. For more, most of it, we like did derby car rallies and like sold popcorn. Now that I think about it, yeah, we sold uh, a lot yeah, of. Yeah, but that's because we we're pretty much just, Yeah, well, it was in Florida. <laughs> I used to live in Florida, so like most of the time it was just us selling popcorn. And now that I think well, about I, it, I'm pretty sure we were just like free slaves for them selling popcorn. Just child labor. I, yeah, I, like it's free it. child labor. What the fuck? This isn't fair. Yeah, I I did I did Cub Scouts for a while and. You know, a, a lot of the shit that we did was was really good. You know, growing up as a mm. kid, because you know, you you know, you have disagreements with uh, other people in the Boy Scouts, and then the Scoutmasters come and they and they you know help you sort it out, and then you you know yeah. you, you you learn to uh, you know to play well and play fair, and you play games, Teamwork, and you raise money for charity. Okay, you know, so here's how you make your derby car go faster the than the other kids. Don't let them know yeah, you're but, cheating. You know, the derby the derby was fun. The derby was a good time, but that was everyone cheated. Focus. In that I mean, shit, from what I remember, had, they had to bust had, out the scales to weigh them and everything thing because yeah. all the kids cheating yeah my fucking car went so fast the uh wheel melted i still have my pinewood derby cars Wait, up what? on my Fuck shelf off. how there. do you melt the wheel on a derby car dude dude it went fucking quick but uh <laughs> but i have uh, i also have the uh my cub scout uh plaque here uh yeah uh cub scout well, we can't see it swagger. yeah well no yeah i'm reading it. it out this is uh pinewood derby two thousand. just just knock on it so we know what's there for the audience yeah. Did it. <laughs> it's uh here, here get this get this uh -huh. so the cub scouts had packs right so you, you yeah. were in cub scout pack one cub scout pack five i mm -hmm. guess cub scout pack opening guess what i get guess what mine was right this is funny. six or some shit cub scout pack nine cub scout pack 420 Oh, not a joke. Not a that is joke. Amazing. I can That's take a amazing. picture. I can take a picture for you. 
You have to bring that. You, know what you I have hope? to bring that back with you to Melbourne and hang that up in your room. That's too funny. Holy Dude, shit! Cub Scout pack fucking four twenty. Go. That 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 sounds like Reno one hundred and one, but or Reno nine one one. Oh, such it? a good but, show. But for the oh, yeah. but for the scouts, it's like it sounds like a show. Oh, dude! I hope there's some pack. kid watching nice. right now going like, "Wait, Swagger was in Cub Scout four twenty. That's what I was in." Oh, they see photos from years ago or some. No, no, I, I, I just, I just mean so they're like, so they're like, oh, that's so cool. All right, congratulations! So you just succeeded in making Swagger paranoid for twenty four hours. You know? <laughs> Well, no, I, I googled Cub Scout Pack 420 to make sure that it didn't fucking pinpoint, like, anything. But oh, there, of course you were diddies. Yeah. The paranoia's already made him <laughs> of Google course. the war. But no, there, uh, th- there's uh, Pack 420s in a plethora of states, so uh, uh, okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, I think that kind of stuff's super valuable. My brother, my youngest brother, just went on a... Um, oh, man, I forget what it's called, but it's basically where you and a bunch of other kids your age go on a ship and uh, like an actual sailing ship. The spirit of something. The spirit of adventure. Yeah, spirit yeah. of adventure. Is a, it's a New Zealand thing where you go on a ship and you learn how to like uh, collaborate with a with a crew basically of kids your age and obviously they're oh, adults. Oh, so it's like know, managing it. It's like naval but training kind of shit. Kind of, but it's, you know, it's a little more... It's more less extreme about than training, the I'm experience sure, than, um, than about actually like learning about do they teach you about the flags, like uh, what flags yeah. mean, and like on the ship? I don't know exactly ship. what they teach you, but they teach you a lot of good skills. But the main thing is just that you're on a ship for a week with I'm a bunch of a kids boat. your age, and you're trying to like not kill each other, basically, or you know. So it's a really valuable thing. Right, just guys, to, we're out of food. Little Timmy's gonna have to go first. <laughs> I've never met anyone that went on it and didn't fucking love it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, apparently it was pretty miserable for them as well. It was raining a lot, and you know, like you're really just in the out in the elements and have to deal with it. And um, but you know, that's that's like the most valuable stuff you can kind of learn, like mm-hmm. at least early on. So I don't know, that kind of stuff's so dope. I think I really hope that that kind of thing doesn't go away. Um, at least in private, like I don't think it necessarily has to be a part of school, but you know, private things like that are are dope as fuck. I never really did much of that as a kid. I I did maybe neither orienteering and stuff at school camp i can remember but yeah didn't really have too many other experiences i love that shit that shit was really Mm -hmm. fun i had a great time in the scouts yeah then video games came along shame (laughs) yeah Yeah, when did you guys start becoming like gamers like hardcore Um, 10 for me probably i think it was like right after the new star wars movie came out i think it was episode three so it was like back in 2005 and we got Battlefront yeah. 2, and that was like the first like shooting game or whatever we ever had. And uh, we had an on our on computer. No, it was our computer. I, oh, I computer. was too a, a fucking too poor to afford a PS2. And I remember we were playing it for like hours and hours. And then like accident, like we were like strafing, like walking side to side to aim because we didn't even know how the fuck to aim. And then accidentally, like I was playing, and then my brother was like, "Hold on, you got to do this." And he like bumped my hand and moved the mouse, and then my character moved in game, and it was like the scene from The Hangover where he's like studying the poker table, and you just see like the math and everything all in his head. That's what that moment was for me with like <laughs> FPS games. Everything just all made sense. Everything I'm clicked. like, yeah, I was like, "Whoa!" You move the mouse to aim, and then it's just it's just went from there, and then That's I started hilarious. playing CS, and it just yeah, it just Damn. started everything at that point. <laughs> Yeah, I fucking... Yeah, for me... Oh, you go. Uh, for me, um, it also started on the computer. It started with uh, the Harry Potter games on PC way back. Can't remember how old I would have been, but I was young enough to not really understand how they worked. And I think I had a similar realization Magic, with the Magic, what do you mean? I think I had something... I think I had something similar with, like, 
not understanding aim until you kind of I don't know unintentionally bump the mouse or something and then you're like yeah. holy shit I cannot just look in one direction <laughs> um, I, I remember from back from back in those days is in the second game Chamber of Secrets there is this massive spider I forget his name Aragog or something like that uh, probably got that wrong but it's like a huge spider mm-hmm. and it's a level and he's like shooting out little spiders at you and everything and I was so scared of it I had to get my dad to help me win and I think he actually <laughs> I think he actually killed that level I think he slayed that shit uh, oh, yeah. so <laughs> that was pretty dad. awesome and then yeah from there it moved on to um, oh there was this game called Big Action Construction which was like a Fisher Pike like kids game that was the shit that's the most clickbait so game awesome. title ever so awesome big so action good. construction like videos on youtube there was a steward little game which i played which is awesome where you can like you know fucking it's like a mini oh, oh my god <laughs> and then i moved on to things like um i think i took a break from a computer and came back to things like runescape and counter-strike 1.6 and yeah the rest is history yeah mine was i started with game boy advance games like fairly odd parents like the nickelodeon shit uh, like mm-hmm. thq on gamecube like uh, all the fucking Nickelodeon stuff, then I uh, then I moved into Nintendo uh, hardcore. My sister got Kirby Air Ride, and we played Kirby Air Ride for probably like the next two or three years. It was such a fun fucking game, dude. City Kirby City Air Trial, Ride. all that shit, fucking so pog champ. Then after that, <laughs> I moved into the wonderful world of MMO gaming. I started with Club uh... Penguin. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. And then after that, I moved on to Maple Story in like 2006, 2007. There you go. Good old Nexon. And then, oh yeah, dude, Nexon Games. I played Maple Story. Oh, for dude, maybe I played three way years. too much fucking then, CA, man. Oh, way uh, too much. I, yeah, dude, I fucking Combat Arms. I, dude, I, I, I was global in that forever. shit, or not global, GOA in that shit. I played yeah. way too much of that. That was fun. Yeah. Then I did Mabinogi, which was another Nexon game. Played the shit out of that for like a year. <laughs> And then uh, I got tired of Nexon, and then I ended up getting Steam. Um, I think the first game that I really heavily played on Steam was um, uh, Terraria. I think I got really into Terraria like in 20... When, did, when the fuck did ter- Terraria even come out? Oh, that's a good question. Um, that game's yeah. pretty old now. I, I played 2011. it. 2011. Yeah, yeah, 2011, May 16th. I, uh, I stayed home from school for three days uh, to play <laughs> Terraria. And then, um, yeah, that was, that was a... F- that was a lot of fun. Yeah, Minecraft. No, yeah, no, what am I talking no, about? Played Minecraft. What am yeah. I talking about? Minecraft. What We've the gone fuck? full circle. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. I was in my I was I was on Minecraft for like five years fucking straight, dude. I did everything. <laughs> dude, I I, really? I, I oh, dude, good. I made I made I made texture packs. I played on every server. I Whoa. made oh, shit, you made your own texture own. packs? Yeah, I was into Pixel. Oh, that's cool. So I made my own texture shit. packs. <laughs> um, you actually completed one, yeah. or just like yeah. dabbled? Yeah, I made that's a, crazy. Can you that's upload a lot it? of work. Swagger's texture. Oh, I don't have it. Oh, I don't have that anymore. That's that was back when I had my HP Pavilion PC, my dude. That's back. Oh, I had the same. Oh, dude, my that's God. Right passage playing Minecraft on a shit PC. Oh, dude, Minecraft was fucked. It was that was just it. It encapsulated everything, dude. My life was Minecraft. I go home from school. I had no friends. I played Minecraft with my friend that lived next door. <laughs> and and dude. It was, it was, it meant everything to me. The Minecraft drama in Minecraft servers that, that would happen, like I would run servers and then, 
you know, it, it, shit would just get out of hand, and it, my whole life would revolve around it. It was it was insane how invested I was emotionally into Minecraft as this game, as a part of my wow. life. That was all yeah. throughout fucking oh man, that was all throughout school. Like, that was nuts. And then I yeah, think yeah, and your first your first boyfriend was that twenty seven year old guy on Minecraft. <laughs> like, twenty yeah, that's crazy. Twenty six, but yeah, uh, my bad. Sorry, my bad. Uh, yeah, dude, yeah it was, Minecraft it was, wild. was wild. I bet there's a significant portion of our audience that can relate to you. Uh, on that one I never got that much into vanilla Minecraft but as soon as I started watching the Yogg's cast and their Take It series yep. I was I was hard I never played much Minecraft at all Shadow really? yeah, I, I think the first time I actually got into Minecraft was one time Fitz was like looking for some nostalgia and he just made it he made himself yeah. a Take It server and I joined I him that, and that yeah, was like yeah, the yeah. first time I ever really got into Minecraft that was like okay I didn't know that was two your years first ago? time I bought I, I was I was like one of the first 2000 people to play the fucking game I think. Um I remember well, hotter. No, I remember how <laughs> I fucking <laughs> All right, can you see it? What? See what? I'm I'm, fl I'm flexing really uh, hard. Uh, <laughs> stop. Stop it's too much. It's too much. Stop, you're going to hurt yourself. Okay, Knock fine. It off. But you know that you know that fucking channel household hacker? Uh Have you yes. ever heard? Yeah. So way, way, way back, he advertised Minecraft when it was still like an inf dev, when it was like you're, you're, you're fucking running around and everyone's in that giant bedrock cube and then you're just fucking placing shit and you can just grief people with no problem, just fucking break other blocks. Like, it was just creative mode. And then Survival mm -hmm. came out maybe like a month or two after that and that's when I bought the game and it was yeah. for like eight bucks or something. And then I played through the entirety of Alpha, all through Beta, and then the 1.8, you know, release. And then after that, you know, the rest is history, especially after, you know, Notch sold it to fucking Microsoft. And yeah, I haven't really played it since. Damn. Yeah, Minecraft's the, OG, man. Oh. Gotta respect the, what the it did to the community. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty, yeah, it, it was so, such a, like, wave. And it lasted for ages. I mean, it's still, still pretty popular now. Yeah, still popular. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, still Very popular. impressive. Like, like I said, more, uh, what was it, players than Fortnite or viewers? I, I think it has more monthly active players. I heard active that somewhere. Players. That's just hearsay. So it could be wrong. Okay. Well, don't take um, us for word on that. But yeah, it's pretty popping regardless. Minecraft is 91 million monthly players still. Wow. Um, That's insane. I, I, I believe. And let's see, That's Fortnite. Wild. Fortnite monthly Fortnite players. Fortnite can't be beating that. I think Fortnite's yeah, peak was seven, around that. 78.3 million monthly That's players. That's so crazy. So Minecraft is still up there by about, you know, 12, 12 <laughs> it's all million. It's become Minecraft channels. Yeah, yeah except the Minecraft channels. That's what's crazy. Seems like Minecraft <laughs> on YouTube has died out, though. Yeah, yeah it, it really has. Yeah, it really has. It's taken a downturn. What the fuck is the Yogscast even up to? What are they, what are they on to now? Uh, they, they're still kicking it. I, they do their jingle jam stream every year at Christmas, which is kind of like the time of the year when the Yogg's cast comes back into relevancy, which is a really good thing they do. Uh, for those who don't know, it's a, basically a big, like, uh, I think, I think it's a couple weeks. It might even be the whole month of December of live streaming every day for charity. And they, they always raise millions, millions, just millions of dollars for charity. Um, yeah, wow. but it brings back all the old cars and they interact and like talk and like put on shows and stuff. And mm -hmm. I don't know. It's really good. Like it's especially wholesome if you're, you were used to be a fan of them when you were a kid and you can go back and see them and, you know, kind of see how they're doing now yeah. and, you know, reminisce a little bit. Um, I think a lot of them have kind of dropped off 
well, uh, more or less. Yeah, but there the was main a, still going. I think there's a very interesting thing that happened. Um, I think this was still when Yogscast was doing Minecraft. I think this was like a couple couple years ago. There was this channel that was really underground. Uh, this was when I was heavy into Fallout 3, when I, I got like my Xbox 360. I was playing Fallout 3, and then I got New Vegas, and then Skyrim came out. And so I was looking up like the guides for it. There was this one mm-hmm. channel called Link the First, and it, the guy's name is William Strife. And he made all these OG, like, had, you know, how to get all the weapons in, in fucking Fallout 3 and, and all this shit. And the videos had amazing production value. The guy was very skilled in After Effects and what I would assume was Premiere at the time. And it was like he was OG alongside this other channel, Orchidea, which did, uh, which did similar shit. But mm-hmm. I recall watching like all of this guy's guides and then out of the blue, he applies for the Yogg's cast. Just out of nowhere applies, and they accept him and bring him on board uh, to do uh, uh, like a Minecraft series. And he completely went that route and went really head deep into uh, Yogscast. And it was about that time where like you know like Let's Plays were really phasing out on YouTube. Like you really don't see Let's Plays channel uh, take no. off like they used to in like 2011, 2012. And well, he, it's because streaming's a big thing yeah. now, right? So all the, oh. like, you might as well watch a stream if you're going to yeah. watch a Let's Play. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, it's at that point where, you know, he was he's still on that Let's Play model and, and never really never really expanded beyond that. And I'm pretty sure, you know, the Ogscast kind of, you know, faded out in popularity. And, you know, I guess he did too, which is kind of sad. But I didn't expect that. It kind of, you know... It kind of made me sad because I've been watching this guy for years, and then his Minecraft series was good, and then you know now it's you know like 1.8k views a video, and it's just yeah yeah it makes you sad. It's like it happens, all, it's like the know. fucking creatures, man. <laughs> it's like the creatures. Oh, SS- here we go with SSOH the creatures. PKC hasn't uploaded in a I, while, man. I love that guy. I He's still have nowhere. really no idea about the history of the creatures or even what they did or what I have no I literally don't I know nothing about them uh, which yeah. seems weird because everyone seems to know who they are except me or, uh, I don't they were amazing I, know what I never even me. heard of them never heard of them until Swagger brought them up they to were Weirdest amazing thing. they were my childhood man I fucking love them mm. that was like Uber Hacks Sly Fox fucking uh, Gassy Mexican SSOH Kutra Dan wait Gassy Mexican was in uh, the creatures, creatures, yeah, it, very early on, very very early on. Spoon, I believe, was as well spoonerism, but I think he might have left or he stopped associating with them. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the whole thing is. I only know Gassy from uh, from the that scene and his Hutch and stuff. That that sort of crew. Ah, uh, yeah. I, th- well. They were they were the people I was brought up on. Fucking scene Hutch and Mister Sark. What uh, was it, Swagger, in your estimation, that made them fall apart? Do you know? Was it public? Um, I it's. It's all fucking, uh, it, it's all, all kind of rumors, but I think the, and, and don't quote me on this or take this for fact, this is, this is what I, I think happened based on It's just know, one man's rumors. interpretation. Yeah, I, I think it was Kutra had a, uh, he was like the, I guess, CEO of the creatures, he was the kind of like the leader, which, you know, mm-hmm. might have made it tense, and then he got a intern, I think, who was working there, who was a female, and he started dating her and it made people uncomfortable. And then I think um, it got to the point where uh, Sly Fox Hand left, um, uh, Seamus left the creatures, uh, everyone was pretty much abandoning it. And then right. um, what happened was Immortal HD and Uber Hacks Nova 
disbanded and then created Cow Chop uh, for themselves. And right. uh, and then and then ran on Cow Chop for a while. And I don't know how they're doing. I hope they're still doing good. But uh, but and, and then after that, you know, a month or two later of just, you know, so, shit content and mead videos, they finally decided to, you know, fucking, end yeah, end it and dissolve it. So the core, the core kind of like main people who people were watching for sort of left after things became uncomfortable internally, basically, yeah. is what that, happened. That's, I'm pretty sure that's how it went. Okay. But, well, but yeah. That, that rip. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry yeah. about, your, sorry yeah, about your childhood, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's cool that, it's, it's cool now because we're, we're essentially doing uh, the same kind of shit like how the creatures are, you know, except, you know, 2019, 2018. Mm. So Sometimes just, I worry that you're projecting your childhood in the form of the creatures onto, onto Misfit Swagger. Sometimes I worry that you, you want to... Uh, I, I, yeah, you know, I, I want to start like fucking them. my intern, and then we all disband. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yeah, there was that one time. <laughs> but no, it, it's I'm it's magical up. and awesome, and it's cool that we can do this. It's just we have to learn from, I guess, their mistakes, and and well, make we're sure all that, pretty open and honest with with each other about everything, and I don't think any of us are gonna start fucking do anything. anything. Well, continue to do anything that pisses people pisses each other off or causes conflict, you know, without it being brought up pretty Dude. quick to nip in the butt. It's, at least I'd hope so. It's, well, it's pretty so. lit that we're all mature. That's that's that yeah, is that's gangster. That's being an adult gangster. gangster. Being mature. You hear that, kids? You can't say mature <laughs> and then say that's gangster. All right. <laughs> you wouldn't even know. Fuck you, Toby. Yeah, it's not story, Toby. You wouldn't know a gangster <laughs> if I shot you in the face, Toby. <laughs> Guys, this has been the Misfits podcast. Bit of a ramble session as Just always. Childhood Hopefully. memories. Dude, Put if they can make nostalgia into a, a drug, I know, I know. I shut believe up. the review at the beginning and said, "Shut up." Shh. Okay, yeah. and I'm tr I'm trying to close out the podcast here, so I'd appreciate if you'd shut up. Keep talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know leaves misfits just like the creatures, <laughs> and we all disband. <laughs> we all disband. No, um, uh, what was I saying? Fuck, you've completely thrown me off. I know. I'm about to kick you out of misfits in a second. Um, <laughs> Jesus, I was saying that. Oh yeah. Uh, hopefully, Mason will be back next. I say that every fucking MJ. episode. Who knows? Jay will be there, I'm sure. Yeah, Jay yeah. Should be Mason, there. like, I hope will be done with his taking a little bit of time off. He really needed it, guys. So cut him yeah. some slack. Like, he'll be back, and I'm sure he'll have a couple stories for us. So things should go back to normal. I am moving to Melbourne at the yeah! end of the month. Oh shit! I just got my place confirmed. I'm really excited about it. So it's all happening. Um, and um, here, what yeah, was the address awesome. again? Oh yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, uh, pop one. Uh, go fuck yourself. Just uh, cut the thank podcast you for right guys. Oh, it's right down the road. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Misfits and on Instagram at Misfits. Bye. Bye bye. 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 Also, subscribe on YouTube. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm just trying to help <laughs> you fucking. <laughs>